We are all grateful for the support of our partners at the White House. Thank you. On behalf of every member of the City of Detroit Police Department, I thank you, sir. We work to reduce crime and improve public safety, and we're going to continue. Now, it is my pleasure to introduce the 46th President of the United States, President Joe Biden. And that was Detroit Police Chief James White, who was among several distinguished police chiefs invited to the White House to discuss strategies for reducing crime in their cities. It marked Chief White's second invitation to meet with President Biden, highlighting the significance of his contributions to public safety. During his visit, Chief White had the opportunity to showcase Detroit's remarkable achievements in crime reduction, and he joins us now on the JR Morning Live line to tell us all about it. Good morning, Chief. Uh, good morning. Good morning. It was uh, great. I, I, I was so proud. and I think we all were proud. We saw you up there uh, at the podium and uh, touting uh, the, the great uh, things that the city has done, the, your men and women have done to reduce crime and, and uh, being able to introduce the, the president before kind that of meeting. seeing the thing. Yeah. I mean, my goodness. <laughs> yes, it was uh, a very proud day for the city. I'm very proud of our officers and the work that they've done. Uh, as I often say, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just a coach of a really good team. And uh, they work, they get it done day in and day out. I'm very proud of them. When you talk to uh, some of the other police chiefs that were there and, and how they got their uh, crime reduced, did you guys, uh, you know, uh, exchange some ideas? Or did you get some new ideas while you were there? Yeah, you know, it's funny you say that. We spent a that was really, aside from being, you know, honored to introduce the president and, and, and have the invite uh, in the first place. I, I tell you, the, the, the biggest benefit beyond that was the the stuff that didn't occur during this speech, uh, it was the one-on-ones with the different chiefs and learning some of the things that they're doing. Uh, and they're all doing some really, really good work. And, you know, everything is, is, is really grounded in getting out and, and working with the community and engaging the community uh, as part of the solution, uh, as opposed to, you know, just this, let's lock everybody up mentality because that doesn't work. It's, it's about community engagement and building trust in the community. So we had a, a really good conversation about that, and I've got some ideas. They borrowed a couple of mine, uh-huh. and uh, I borrowed a couple of theirs, so I'm pretty excited about it. We know that this improvement uh, that we're celebrating in Detroit is not the the end of things, but we also know it's not universal, that there's an awful lot of urban centers that have not experienced the same declines in carjackings and violent crime. What has been the difference for Detroit, and how important is consistent prosecution as well? You mentioned the team, the other part of the team, the prosecutor. Yeah, it really is. It's three tiers. It's the prosecution. You know, COVID created a situation, uh, the pandemic, where we we saw courts shut shut down and, uh, you know, really um, not being able to hold people accountable for violent crime had an impact. Uh, I got to give the mayor and and the U.S. uh, or mayor and the 36th uh, District Court and uh, Third Circuit, uh, you know, our Wayne County exec. I've got to give them full credit for putting together a team of folks to address, uh, you know, the the backlog issue. The the courts came to the table. The chief judge came to the table. uh, The prosecutor, Kim Worthy herself, came to the table. Uh, Warren Evans uh, and, and the mayor, and we, we rolled up our sleeves and we came up with a solution to help the courts. Uh, we some things that we needed to correct on our end in the police department, and it really, really uh, paid dividends to getting the courts much more efficient than they were. So that's one pillar. The other pillar is our partnerships. I started to say the U.S. Attorney um, and all of those other players I just mentioned at the table and, and building on uh, addressing violent crime 
in the most violent areas of our city, not arresting everybody, but also looking at some of those things that we can do to prevent crime in the first place, uh, those socioeconomic issues and giving people services. And, you know, when you when you've got people who are in the business of generally locking folks up at the table, giving people opportunities to get their GED and find jobs and things like that. It's, it's a true game changer. Uh, I mean, it's, it's incredible. And then finally, enforcement, the officers. The officers, um, you know, their raises, uh, not having to uh, worry about retention when you've got $10,000 raises for the officers. Uh, and the officers, as you see in Detroit, my goodness, they work. They yeah. work. Chief, uh, I, I got to ask you, too, about this uh, security breach that was exposed uh, to covert locations of ShotSpotter. I, I understand it was this security breach that was uh, letting people know where the sensors were all across the United States. And now you got yeah. people talking about, uh, you know, uh, accessibility to sensitive uh, surveillance data and racial profiling and violating civil liberties. Your thoughts on that? Yeah. Yeah, you know, I, I, I saw the article like everyone else, and I'm going to get and dive more into that. But I, I want to caution everybody because a lot of it is just when you listen to what f- people are saying uh, around it, what are they saying? Are we saying that so now we know where the sensors are uh, in areas of the city um, that are there to identify shots? So what are we saying? Are we saying then that don't shoot there? That's good for us. That, yes, there's there's a sensor. Don't shoot here. And, and I got news for you. Don't shoot anywhere. Because what ShotSpotter does, and I don't work for the company. I'm not going to work for the company. But when you look at the reductions we've had, okay, it's it's in part due to our technology. It's ShotSpotter. It's Greenlight. It's all of the tools that we use to keep our city safe. Mm-hmm. And the same critics that are out here making noise and, and talking about uh, where the where the sensors are placed, What's their solution for people being shot in our community? Exactly. What's their solution? You know, what, what, where were they when that 11-year-old was shot uh, laying on her couch? Where were they at? Where, where, were, where were they at uh, uh, about those issues? So I'm going to get into it. Certainly I'm sensitive to, to privacy, but this does not compromise privacy. No, no this is, it doesn't. This, this is saying that a censor is in a particular area of the city. Would we prefer for you not to know that? Well, in some instances, only because we don't want you to pull the sensor down. Exactly. Okay? Are you worried about sabotage, Chief? You only got a few seconds yeah. left. Are you worried about sabotage because of this breach? Well, it, you know, we're going to be more sensitive to it, but, but the idea is to make sure that the community understands that this is a tool for their safety, and there should never be a place in the city that anybody should be comfortable shooting in. So I'm going to, you know, I'm going to get engaged in that heavily today and find out what, what, exactly what this means. But I can tell you right now, I know you've got a couple seconds, the messaging around it is absolutely wrong. It is wrong. Chief, always a pleasure to have you on, and we just love your passion, and we love what you're doing for the city of Detroit, the men and women here, and all go, the partners. Go get them. <laughs> And we'll All see right. you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Chief. And we'll see you tomorrow. All talk is next.